What's up, guys? Welcome to a Roaring Podcast from Roaring.io, where we talk to some of the best in tech and product management. My name is Jesper Kask, and I'm your host. In this episode, we're joined by Erik Julin, CTO at Sweet Systems, who provides solutions to build smarter, more efficient business processes. Working with top brands like Alcel, Volvo and Landsförsäkringar, Sweet Systems have become a go-to partner in Sweden when it comes to user-friendly, low-code tools, enabling companies to digitize and automate with little or no IT development. We dive into how to digitize and automate when lacking resources, what processes to start with, and why starting small is the way to go. Okay, so welcome, Erik Julin, CTO at Sweet Systems. It's uh, really nice to have you here. Thank you very much. So tell us, uh, just to kick us off uh, Quickly, uh, just briefly about yourself and your role at Sweet Systems and, and preferably the story about Sweet Systems as well. What's the story behind the company? Yes, um, I just want to start to say I'm uh, happy to go back to normal when we get rid of all the COVID restrictions. <laughs> uh, I just want to mention that as a start. Yeah, I guess you're not alone. Yeah, everyone uh, are pretty much very excited, I would say. Mm. Um, yes, my name is Erik Julin. I'm uh, CTO at uh, uh, Sweet Systems. We are a company uh, founded uh, around 15 years ago. And we started as a, a CRM company with uh, common uh, to uh, with the CRM system with uh, yeah, common, common CRM functionality as uh, Salesforce automation and case management. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of years or rather like five, six, seven years ago, we started to transform our uh, offer um, and still offer, of course, the CRM functionality, but we have um, uh, complemented it with uh, products for digitalization and uh, automation of uh, uh, business processes. So that's our one of our main focus now. And uh, we are... Uh, thrilled about that journey uh, with our customers. Yeah, and, and when you mentioned digitization and, and your customers, uh, a lot of a lot of times we hear from companies, big and small really, that they lack sort of the energy or resources. Maybe they don't have an uh, in-house IT team or they don't have uh, sort of the, the, the competence in-house to, to digitize and build sort of these processes. Uh, why is this a, such a common trait, do you think? Yeah, I think we 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 um, we hit this uh, uh, how do you say uh, challenge um, many years ago. That's why we started with this uh, uh, product. Uh, we see that, uh, of course, the need of uh, digitalization and automation is always been around. But uh, we want to, uh, and uh, I mean, there's many tools on the market. Uh, but we want to not just help uh, uh, companies to digitalize and automate, but we also will want to help them on how to do it. And that means that we, we want the business themselves to be able to like deliver business value, uh, digitalize uh, paper forms, uh, uh, transform like all the a bit legacy web forms they have, by do by business people doing it themselves rather than normal like IT projects where uh, uh, developers do everything and uh, have to implement everything. So we want to put 
the tools in the hand of uh, of the people who really knows the business processes. And mm. um, that's that's uh, that's our goal, mm. one of our main goal. I mean, digitalize, optimize, but also put the tool in the hands of the people who really really know their processes, the customers' pro- uh, the company's process. And in your view, what's the major or biggest challenges in trying to digitize and automate these different business processes? I would say that um, one uh, one challenge is, of course, when you uh, these kind of tools, actually business process automation engines, for example, they have been around the market for a long time, like more than 20 years. Um, it's a and uh, and tools to digitalize you like build pretty much web forms web pages has all also been around for a long time i think the challenge is to get these types of uh, tools and products into your uh, ecosystem and on how you implement uh, uh, and develop stuff and so the the first challenge if of of course, I, I wouldn't say convince, but you need a buy-in from uh, IT management at the companies because it's uh, still a bit different way of uh, implementing stuff. I mean, commonly developers implement uh, the, the the web page and then the automated processes. Mm. You you now start with a tool is that is meant not for developers but for business people. So first of all, it's really important to get the buy-in from IT and uh, see how this fits into the uh, already existing uh, existing ecosystem of 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 the company's architecture. Um, so that's uh, that's one challenge. Um, uh, as soon as that is done, uh, there is no more challenges. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, of course. Um, if you really want to success, if you if you want to do the journey, you need to, as it's common to normal IT projects as well, you need like people from the business that really can put time uh, into the initiative. Um, compared to a normal IT project where you're implementing a CRM system or, or whatever it is, you need to have the business people around and uh, take help from them to do requirements and testing and and uh, to to like ensure the business value and uh, all this kind of stuff. This is the same, but the the people from the business probably they will also build stuff. They will not uh, only give input it and uh, and uh, give uh, set up the requirements. They will also build it themselves. Uh, so of course you need these resources to do it. Mm. That can be a challenge uh, uh, in the beginning. So where do you start if you have a, a sort of a lack of resources, uh, uh, not an IT team in house? Where do you start if you want to digitize uh, different processes? If you have uh, where do you begin? What, what's the normal process or what's the normal sort of starting point? Yeah, I would say I think it's uh, it's uh, important to to start small because these types of initiatives it's like a continuous uh, initiative. Uh, mm-hmm. You start small, um, uh, and it is it's it's not only continuous initiative from from uh, the perspective that you implement more and more processes. 
but it's also a continuous initiative because you have to change the processes all the time. The market is changing, you need new rules coming in, you need to be more compliant. So it's a like never-ending journey to do. But again, when you start, I think it's important to, to start small. If you take these two things, uh, digitalization uh, and uh, automation, uh, uh, they are, they're very close together, but you can actually start with uh, just digitalize, digitalizing stuff. Mm. For example, I mean, I mean, the lowest hanging fruit is to, okay, we have all these uh, paper forms that we need to send in envelopes and uh, ask customers to sign by paper. If you can start to digitalize a bunch of them, enable them for bank, bank ID signing, uh, uh, then you have achieved a lot. You get uh, like better uh, customer experience. Uh, uh, you need to work uh, less on the on administrative side to handle this uh, these forms. You get more right data uh, mm. because you can validate it. So. I think the best is to start uh, uh, start there, and then you can start to think how we will uh, automate the, the the data we have collected. Mm. Uh, so so don't start too big. I mean, we have this process uh, uh, first uh, we digitize it, but in this project before it's uh, before we release it to the market, it should be fully automated everything, all the data we collected for our onboarding process for a customer, for example. It's not necessary. You have uh, you have achieved a lot through just digitizing the, uh, the form, like the, the data collection. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm guessing uh, we spoke to Carl Lundahl from Nordnet, who, who was very keen on sort of the starting point being that you need digital data as an input in order to uh, automate different processes, whether it's internal or external. Um, so that plays in really well what what he just said. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Otherwise, <laughs> it would probably have hit me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what effects have you seen in your customers or and their businesses when you have uh, started to to make this change towards digitization, not only in in the processes themselves, but I guess in in a way changing the mindset of of the the companies. Yeah, yeah, we have a we 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 uh, work with many different com- companies on these initiatives, and uh, different companies have come uh, um, different far in their journey. Uh, I mean. Again, when you if when you start to digitalize, uh, for example, paper forms, what you see is and the next step. I mean, uh, uh, to put it in the hands of the business people so they can like maintain them and create new new forms themselves. Yeah, what you see, I mentioned it. Uh, the first of all, the customer experience is a lot better. Uh, and another benefit is, of course, that. Uh, for many companies, probably especially in bank finance, uh, there is a lot of administrative personnel that works with complements. You know, you get the signed form, uh, a PDF, uh, but it's wrong. They forgot to fill in some field. Uh, uh, you cannot read the text because it's uh, manual written with a pen. 
uh, it's this type of uh, compliments when you have to communicate with the customer or the potential customer back uh, back and forth it's super time consuming um, you benefit a lot uh, just uh, removing the, the the paper so to speak so so and of and and this this work that the administrative personnel do is really really boring of course uh, i mean uh, so yeah, so even when you start you get better customer experience of course um uh, the process will go faster. You have the data in a structured way. You don't have to complement data. You will all with you from the beginning. You will reveal work from uh, from the administrative department, like things you don't think about. Probably the cost for uh, envelopes and stuff like that <laughs> uh, depends how big organization it is. But yeah. it, it it's not uh, uh, zero money. It's some money as well. Um, so the, from the start, that's the benefit. And then when you continue to automate, uh, uh, you will <laughs> benefit e- even more. But we probably will come back to that. Mm. Yeah, and I guess the people that work in administrative tasks, like you mentioned, uh, sort of can shift their focus to to doing what they're actually supposed to do. Or, or... yeah, that's that's uh, really important. I mean, uh, this the. This type of work is very repetitive, and uh, uh, these people who, who have to do this as part of their working day, they are mostly happy. And as you say, they can focus on more value creating uh, things at the co- company. So, so it's it's a benefit fit from that perspective as well, I would say. Mm. And and what about user experience? Because you say that. Uh, in, in these types of cases, you want the business people or, or sort of the the operational people to be close to and be able to uh, create new forms, for example, digitally and, and or new processes. Uh, user experience must be of huge importance in, in those cases. Yes, uh, the 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 uh, it's very important. Uh, but I also want to mention that that if you compare to a normal IT implementation project, where mm-hmm. um, uh, where we have people from the business and probably professional, uh, 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 what do you call them, um, that write specifications and stuff, uh, that and then the develops develop, develop the solutions. Here you, as I said before, you put it in the hand of the business people. But these types of process, even the from the first perspective, the simplest form like onboarding of a, a, a customer, especially if a bank or even uh, insurance company, as soon as it's some deviation uh, uh, with, I probably wouldn't call it deviation, but yeah, but it's something, you know, they have a, they pay taxes in another country. They're pro- mm. probably politically exposed. All these uh, small deviations from a normal customer uh, uh requires a lot of uh, written requirements to, to define what uh, should happen in this form. What should be visible? What should be asked for? What agreement text do we need to show? And all this stuff is really, really hard to, to and time consuming to put requirements on and then leave it to the de- development department. But since the guy or girl 
who's doing this form also is the expert on this process from they know exactly know what data they need to collect they're probably uh, very knowledgeable about the legal aspects of uh, of creating this type of data collection um, that's uh, that that give, gives a huge uh, uh, benefit maybe i didn't answer your question here it was something about customer experience no user experience it was user experience, yeah yeah well, if you if you sort of start out with the person who's not very technical, probably oh. uh, they work in administration or or uh, uh, customer success or whatever, um, and give them sort of a tool to to build and implement these sorts of of solutions. Um, how important is user experience in those cases that they have something that's really really simple, intuitive, seamless? Yeah, it's of course uh, it, it it's of course very important. Um, we can see that, uh, I mean, we have the tool we provide. There is a lot of tools uh, out there, uh, but uh, the tool we provide, we have uh, put a lot of effort uh, on the product. Uh, uh, we have to to create digital forms. We have put a lot of effort to make it very easy to use with like instant previews and st- stuff like that. So, of course, it's important. And uh, But you can see that... Uh, Almost all people can can uh, use these types of tool because uh, if you're not totally computer, uh, you know, you, you kind of hate yeah. com- computers, then then <laughs> then it's fine. And the reason is that I think the users feel so productive you know before you had like everything in your mind you always had to ask a developer to do the stuff but now you have a tool to produce yourself so for people or i mean for developers they have that feeling uh all days okay i produce stuff i build new applications i build new stuff and i, I can deliver business value and it's it uh, is it is in the hands uh, of the developers, but now we have moved that to some other role, and they probably never experienced that feeling. Okay, here I can really produce something that will be available for the market tomorrow or next mm. week. So, uh, of course, uh, uh, user uh, usability is uh, very important in the tools, uh, but. Uh, I want to mention it again uh, that uh, the it's very important that the people who are using this tool have the knowledge, even the automation tools uh, as well, like the business process automation engine. They have uh, uh, knowledge about their uh, data and the process and stuff. That's then you be, will become very efficient in your uh, work. Mm. So, so going back a little bit, if you sort of lack resources as a company to commit to these often long and costly IT projects, uh, whether it's a lack of an IT department or funds to hire consultants or um, or time and energy, uh, what's your best tip to move forward with these kind of digitization and automation projects if you want to get started and, and get going on that journey? Yeah, I think, as I said before, uh, start small, select uh, uh, the most... Uh, low-hanging fruit, probably where you have a big volume of, of uh, things coming in, like applications, whatever it is. 
And then from the beginning, don't focus on the automated process behind. Focus on like do a, do a basic integration. Uh, integrate with your case management system, uh, probably integrate with uh, data, some external data source like Roaring uh, to validate data uh, that you collect through the forms and stop there. Even if uh, it will, uh, or not stop, but that will be the first phase, the first uh, uh, most valuable product you get give out to the, to, to the market. Um, so start to find stuff that you can fast get out and then continue, evolve, add more and more and more and more and refine. When you, when, when it comes to the, to uh, the, the digital forms, then it's more like, okay, now we have uh, done one. Now we have done two. Now we've done five, 50, 100, how many you know, have. So that's like a continuous journey. When it comes to the automation process, then as I said, you can start like, okay, the only thing that happens with this uh, application or this uh, onboarding form for, for a customer is that it will be sent to the right uh, uh, department, to the right queue in the case management system, uh, and we will uh, validate some uh, 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 fundamental data that... Uh, that uh, the signee for this company is really a, a valid signee from external data source. Probably that's enough. And then you continue to, to evolve in your automation and you probably integrate with uh, your uh, ERP system or your bank system to set up an agreement or a customer card. And uh, uh, you continue with com automa automated communication to the customer, uh, sending... Uh, that now we're finished with your application and so on. Because you can also have it, you can also have semi-automated processes. I mean, you can within an automated process have manual steps. So it can be a couple of manual steps, but then the automated process continues. And then you probably pick away uh, another manual steps and you have automated more. So I think mm -hmm. that's the way to go. Because usually when when you come to the automation automation part, you need uh, you need you you will have. Um, uh, I say that put the tools in the uh, uh, in the hands of the business people. But when you evolve in your initiative, you need help from IT. You need to integrate with different system, and they probably need to build new endpoints and and uh, and stuff like that. So so. Uh, st start continuously don't like don't fall for the thrill to like okay we have uh, uh, we want to automate the credit application process and take all decisions uh, uh, immediately for all types of credits maybe that's too big start smaller start with okay we collect uh, the credit uh, digitally and then we probably try to to um, get the, the classification data for this uh, customer automatically and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I love that. I think uh, starting small and doing doing it step by step sounds like a, a really good advice. And and uh, you sort of touched upon something there that I wanted to get, get back to, which is sort of the audit of where to begin. And and when you 
start looking at these low-hanging fruit processes, if we can call them that, uh, what kind of factors would you look at in order to decide where to begin if you have uh, five or six processes that you're trying to decide? Is it just the cost of them or, or is it sort of the, what tech allows you to do? Or It's more like uh, not not what tech allow, allow you to do. It's more like what tech don't want to do. That can be one parameter because it's too time consuming or something. Then, of course, you can look at uh, uh, how much... Uh, how how many it was a common measurement before probably still a bit FTEs uh, full time employees how many full time employees do we save on this uh, uh, initiative that's uh, one measurement again customer experience uh, and like churn at an onboarding process can uh, also should be a parameter when you look at it mm. if you have uh, some types of application where you see that it's a lot of churn we don't like people start to do they want to become customers but they they don't complete why don't they do that maybe we need to do something there uh, that can be a parameter as well i think that's great advice and and uh... Since we're coming up on a little bit on time here, do you have any closing thoughts that you want the listeners to to bring with them? Yeah, just give me a call and I will. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, um, no. But I, I, um, uh, I just uh, encourage uh, everyone to, or everyone, but all companies out there to to really do this uh, journey because. Uh, uh, with do this uh, digitization journey, automation journey with. Uh, tools to that provide this uh, this help, like do-it-yourself mm. tools. Like sometimes they are called low-code tools, but it's it's uh, and and put it in the hands of your business people. Uh, I think it's the way uh, forward. We have a lack of IT resources all over the world, pretty much. So we need to like move out uh, uh, who implement uh, end user experience and uh, automated processes mm, that's super eric uh thank you so much for joining us and uh i think it was great great insight for the people who who are struggling getting going with digitization and automation and i hope to speak to you soon again thank you you've been listening to an episode of a roaring podcast by roaring io feel free to share it with your friend colleague or peer if you liked it if you wish to stay connected to us don't forget to subscribe to the show thanks for tuning in until next time